0: Hey Nick, Nick. Yeah. Can I run some voices by you that I think a shark would sound like if it could talk?
1: I would like nothing more.
0: All right, cool, cool. So, um, give me a sentence to say as a shark.
1: Um, I'm hungry. I'd like to eat some fish.
0: All right, here's Shark One. I'm hungry. I don't want to eat some fish. Okay. <laughs> Does that sound like a shark to you? I'm, I'm I'm working on this audition. I gotta play a shark. Let me try another one. Let me try another. one. Uh huh. Okay. what was the sentence again? I'm hungry. I gotta eat some fish. Yes, that's right. Okay, shark two. <laughs> Does that work? What, okay, what, the... if it's a, what if it's a small fish? Like a, a small shark. Small shark. So okay. <laughs> they don't have right. lips. I'm trying to. Yeah. I'm trying to be accurate here with the
1: that's like if you're like a mud shark or something smaller. Can I just see the script for what you're auditioning for?
0: Yeah, of course you can see the script. Go ahead.
1: This is the reboot of The Godfather.
0: I like you, not you.
1: And you're hired. <laughs> we gorge on groupers and binge on beachgoers as a killer shark out for revenge and man-eater this week on How Did This Get Played. Welcome to How Did This Get Play, the show where we discuss the worst and weirdest video games of all time. I'm Nick Weiger, along with Heather Ann Campbell.
0: I'm Heather Ann Campbell, along with our producer, Matt Apodaca. Hello, everyone.
1: Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Guys, we have quite a game this week. It's, it's you know, sometimes when th- with this podcast, there is a game that is relevant and in the zeitgeist that kind of fits with exactly what our gimmick is. And that is very much the case here. With this is gimmick. a this is a Yeah, the gimmick. The gimmick of the, the hook of the show.
0: Hook, yeah. the hook, premise. sure. Gimmick. gimmick. Premise. The fucking
1: the fucking gimmick, the thing we use to draw in all the rubes. <laughs> <laughs> all those fools who subscribe to our podcast. <laughs> Not really realizing They've been hornswoggled into listening <laughs> by our gimmick. We're carnies. That's all we are. We're common carnies. Wow. We I, are I carnies.
0: Mean, is that true? Is that how you guys think about the show? We're carnies? I, mean, I,
1: I wish I was as cool as a carny. <laughs> yeah, a carny can kick my ass, no problem. They, I feel like carnies have skills. And like I feel like to- and Charm charm yeah that's a big thing for me the just the complete charisma void that i am as a man <laughs> i feel like i couldn't get anyone to come into my guess your weight booth yeah. because everyone would be like what the who the what the fuck's what, your problem man why don't
0: you try, try it right now try it be a Carney barker and try and get me to go into your guess your weight booth
1: Ah, step right up, step right up. Are ah, you there, miss. Oh, you look like you're someone who's light as a feather. Why don't you step over here? We'll try to guess what your weight is. If I get within a stone's throw, you can key, you can walk away with a... Security. Bre- Security. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even work
2: here.
1: <laughs> uh, but we are going to get in that game in just one second. But before we do, before we descend into gaming hell, as we always do, we are going to spend 70 seconds in gaming heaven. Matt Upadaka, count us off. Go for it. So the game that I have gotten into lately, beyond what we've been playing on the podcast, for the podcast, rather, is the sequel uh, to Ori and the Blind Forest, which has come out on Xbox Game Pass, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Uh, Now, the Ori series, these are Metroidvanias. and, um, And so... Uh, but just with absolutely beautiful art, and this one having been developed from the ground up, I believe is a PC uh, and Xbox One exclusive. Exclusive, just the just aesthetically, it is so goddamn beautiful. Just a gorgeous game. It also it took what the the first game had uh and really expanded it like gave you gave you like an actual inventory uh gave like a a you know like a a sh- uh something of a shops shop and upgrade system there was a crude upgrade tree that you had in the first game but it is vastly expanded here you have a lot more depth to the, to uh how you can outfit your character combat wise how you can customize um it's just i would just like l- absolutely recommend this game to anyone who's looking for a metroidvania uh and especially right, because it's on Xbox Okay, Uh, especially because on Xbox Game Pass, I guess overall, more than anything, this is my this is my this is my this is my my non-compensated branded advertisement for Xbox Game Pass, which is quite a value. But uh, it's not 90
0: seconds. It's not 100 seconds.
2: All right, fine. Seconds. Why is this shushing game, on a podcast so funny? That really got me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's what our listeners are doing in their cars. Uh, <laughs> this week's game not on Xbox Game Pass, but it is a mission-based action RPG developed and published by Tripwire Interactive and released this year, 2020, in which you play as a shark on a quest to get revenge on the fisherman who killed your mother. The game is Maneater, and you are the titular man eater. You are a shark. This is a shark game. I want to start here. Have you guys ever played a shark game previously?
2: (laughs) Hmm.
0: Well, this game reminded me of... Jurassic Park for the Genesis. Okay. Uh, Was the first thing I thought of when I started playing it, where you play as the Velociraptor, and that was the selling point. was like, you can play as Dr. Grant, or you can play as the Velociraptor. And the Velociraptor was just trying to, like, live... And that's kind of what this reminded me of was like you ate people in order to gain health. Yes. But like a shark game.
1: I I mean, I have a, I have a a few of them that came to mind. The one I have played is Jaws on NES, which sucks. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. But that game's very bad. Uh, but then there's also uh there was Jaws Unleashed. Do you guys remember that from about 10, 15 years ago? Yeah. Nope. It was it was a game. I remember being very anticipated that I never actually bit on it, pun intended, uh, because it was so poorly reviewed. Um, but that was, I guess, one of the uh, the inspirations for this. And and I guess another one that that uh actually has some development overlap is the game Depth, a man versus shark multiplayer, where you could play either as a man or as a shark. Um and uh the, so they they kind of use depth as a template uh, and then vastly expanded into this game man eater. Um, I I do like the, uh, the concept though of being a killer shark or being some sort of a traditional antagonist. Like that is very fun for me in theory.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Would you consider the grand theft auto series? Are you playing an antagonist? Like, or are you playing a protagonist?
1: You're an anti hero. Like Heisenberg, <laughs> man. Heisenberg's so cool.
0: <laughs> okay, well.
2: I, Don't you guys like Heisenberg? To, to answer Heather's question, genuinely, I I do think that yeah, you probably are an antagonist because you're effectively doing bad things, right? You're not doing anything that's necessarily celebrated or for the greater good. Rather, the game, yeah. the mission of that game is crime and. Right. As we as we all know, crime is bad.
0: So, if you're if if when you're playing as, what was the dude's name in Grand Theft Auto Three? Who's my favorite one because he's mute, and everybody talks to him and he never says anything. So he's like full blown serial killer yeah. in terms of the reality of that game.
1: Did Three have a named protagonist? It had see. to have. I kind of re- I kind of remember that first happening with Vice City. I, I kind of feel Bellic. like, yeah, that's or that four, was four. that was four. Um, I, I kind of feel like, yeah, I feel like th- I feel like that was a big thing of Vice City, and then um, and then San Andreas is that there wasn't it wasn't just a mute generic uh protagonist anymore, which I feel like it was for the first three Grand Theft Autos.
0: Well, if so, here's my philosophical question: Is yes, in Grand Theft Auto, you're playing somebody who's doing stuff they shouldn't be doing, but in Maneater you're a shark, and you should be doing a lot of these things. Like, right, mm-hmm. you're the protagonist of your species.
1: Like it, it's true, you are a shark who is exhibiting normal shark behavior, and they do not ascribe by any sort of human code of morality. It's the law of the jungle out there, baby. Um, and so the well, I guess more like law of the ocean, but yeah. law of the jungle is what people say.
2: I guess <laughs> I, the I ocean do have- is a
1: jungle, baby.
2: You're in the ocean, baby. baby. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to (laughs) drown. I I do have some info about the character from Grand Theft Auto 3. It says here he is a silent protagonist. So they call him a a protagonist on the Wikipedia here. Mm. But the, the game does not disclose his name. But in the data files, it is revealed that his name is Claude, which is a very boring, normal
1: name. <laughs> Wait, Clyde or Claude? Claude. That just sucks. Oh, and, and C-L-A-U-D-E? That yeah. That kind of Claude? And sorry mm. to the Claude's
2: listening, but that's, that you don't want to play a Claude. That's like playing like no. a Kyle or something.
1: Very beta Kyle. name.
0: Wait. What? So, so, like, the whole time that mute guy is like, my name's Claude. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what because- he's thinking? Yeah, me,
1: please
2: please call me Claude, someone set people on fire, I'm Claude.
1: <laughs> the man-eater is himself is not, or herself is not named in this game. Uh but the the way it is presented and this is the thing I will say that is my absolute favorite thing about the game and then you get it right away. It it has a framing device which is a discovery channel style reality show called Man-eaters versus Shark Hunters. Uh, which is narrated by Chris Parnell, who is a delight as always. Who's Jerry? And, and Rick and Morty. Yes, yeah, and he is a and and so it, it's presented like this, and so it, it you have on camera actually the antagonist in the context of this story, uh, Scaly Pete. Um, and his son who becomes an element in this. It's like the, the, the way this is framed is that you're seeing a show about your, the antagonist pursuing you, the main character. Uh, but the way this whole thing starts is that there's a tutorial. Uh, You know, this this uh, this device we've seen in a lot of games where you start as a fully upgraded character just to kind of see what this baby can do. So you start as the main sharks. What you'll learn is the main sharks fully upgraded mother. uh, And then you go through and you're kind of wreaking havoc through a beat through a beach.
0: (laughs) Fully upgraded mother.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you know, like after mom's had a couple she's had a couple kids. She knows she knows how everything works. She's fully upgraded.
0: (laughs) Do you refer to Your own mother is fully
1: upgraded. <laughs> I think she's fully upgraded at this point. Yeah, she's <laughs> hit the mom level cap. When you hit the mom level cap, you become a grandma. I think that's what happens. <laughs> you multi to grandma. So the the uh, so you, you start as that, and you and you can really uh, fuck shit up a bunch, um, and you end up in this after you finish this tutorial, where you're killing humans on the beach, and also fighting against hunters that pursue you. And the the hunters, you know what? It's funny. It's funny. I should have said this earlier. But you mentioned Grand Theft Auto. This game is basically Grand Theft Auto Shark. It's yeah. it's Grand Shark Auto Shark Theft Auto you, Grand Theft this Shark
0: is Shark Shark Theft Auto. It, yeah. The the structure of how you find missions, the open world, sort of, you know, the way you can create your own star meter essentially by right. like harassing human beings. Um. Yeah. It's it's underwater. Theft Auto, Grand Theft Shark,
1: Grand Theft Shark, and so the hunters shark, serve shark, shark, shark. shark, shark. The, the hunters serve the purpose of the cops, yeah. Uh, in in Grand Theft Auto, and in that when you if you wreak enough havoc, they start pursuing you, and um and so you're introduced to these elements. You're introduced to killing, uh, you know, you're introduced to, to killing other other sea creatures. You're introduced to killing humans. Um, I, you you're I, fighting I, the hunters. Yeah, I,
0: I want to say so. The game starts in like a beach area, like with humans and blue water and boats, and after an extremely graphic murder of your mother, where you yeah, are it's really gruesome out of her stomach, and then like he from her he,
1: tomb untim from her womb untimely uh, ripped.
0: Yes, yeah. To but, quote Macbeth, "That's that good. I'm I'm proud of you, Nick. That's pretty good. Thanks. Uh you." You, the baby shark is like, hit on something or cut,
1: cut scar. You are you are maimed with purpose by Scaly Pete. Scaly yeah. Pete's a big fat piece of shit. Um, and, uh, a real 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 Bayou trash, and he fucking <laughs> intentionally maims you, scars you, so that he can find you in the future.
0: Yeah, and then you bite off his arm.
1: Then you bite off his arm. Yeah.
0: So the game starts in this really beautiful populated area and then immediately drops you off in the ugliest game environment I think I've ever seen. Yes. Which is underwater in a swamp yeah. where everything is brown.
1: Like it's fucking gross.
0: It is just the most boring looking. Disappointing. You're I, I was I was really frustrated going from like, oh shit, I can like jump out of the water and see lifeboats and like right. rubber ducks and shit to like, this is like, I'm, I'm hunting catfish and I'm in a hole and it
1: you sucked. Get, you get kind of like the, you know, like a B movie cold open where it's just like, Oh, here's this killer shark. Who's wreaking havoc on this beach. Yeah. You you do kind of get that feeling. And then it's a while in progression until you really, until you get out of the swamp, uh which is uh you know the the first uh the first you know quarter of the game basically you're spending a lot of time there and also sp- you, like when you when you reset there you are a really shitty shark you're just a pup you're like a little yeah. baby shark
0: yeah
1: baby shark did it right. and we we're all thinking it um but you're a little baby shark <laughs> and you're swimming around and you don't have much you can do and so the combat is very anemic early on there's not a lot to it and then yes you're right environmentally everything is very fucking ugly and then also i guess this kind of speaks to kind of the the um, like what would be my chief criticism of the game is that the shark power fantasy i feel like is not realized Uh, really at all in the early going. Like, you don't feel at all like any sort of shark. You just kind of feel like a little vulnerable uh, fish that can be maimed by absolutely everything.
0: Yeah, I feel like this game, if I had designed it, and I didn't, and so much work went into it, just like all these games, that the fact that I didn't enjoy it is more on me than it is on the developers. Although, you could argue that there's an objective quality that can be measured in, like, control and and playable anyway, the point is, I would have started with shark that we recognize, shark mm. that can eat people, shark right. that hunts surfers, and I would have escalated to unrecognizable shark powers. Like shark that can jump all the way up to an airplane. <clears throat> shark that can, you know, get shark that can live forty-five minutes out of the water and can, like, use its fins to run down a street. Like, you get some of that kind of action towards the end of this game. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can also augment your powers with a bunch of bullshit, like electricity and armor and shit.
1: That, But that, to me, even, what you're saying, even... To to continue your point, Heather, what you're saying there even speaks to the power fantasy not being uh, fully realized, because when you do start to get more powerful, when you go through the phases when you're like when you're an angsty teen shark and then you're an adult shark um, and and you you start to get some of the upgrades that you can get via consuming all the games, various uh, resources, which is which is which are confusing in themselves. Uh, you you get some of the upgrades you get are things like, you know, bone armor and yes, an electrical bite. And it's like this to me when I'm watching a shark movie and that's how everyone's conce- uh, concept of the of these, in, you know, remorseless eating machines. That's where it's formed from, from shark movies. When I'm watching a shark movie, the appeal isn't like, oh, I wish I was a shark with an electric bite. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah. that's not what the power fantasy is. No, no um but that said so you're so you're kind of going you're you're in this really ugly area you're sw- you're swimming around uh, there is, so you get kind of the i mentioned that it's mission based you have all these quests and i'd read some reviews going in um that were enthusiastic about this game but mentioned as a as a detriment that the quests are very samey and boy they weren't kidding like the quests are like just kill ten of anything. It's it's just it's just an en- unending streak of those. Kill ten mackerels. Kill ten humans. At one point, I had two quests at the same time. One was kill eight groupers, and the other was kill ten groupers. <laughs> but they weren't even the same set of groupers. This yeah. is another thing. It's like it's like specific like quest groupers. So you have to go to this area and kill these groupers, or else it's not satisfied. Which is also I I feel like confusing to the player.
2: That was I, yeah. I ran into that, and I was trying to get like kill a bunch of catfish in the swamp. And I was doing it, but my score wasn't going up. And then I had to realize that on the very bad map, there are, um, you know, there was like a, a big school of them. And mm-hmm. then also some, uh, some gators down in that, that swamp. So that actually made it a little more exciting. But I was mad that I had done so much work.
0: This game is effectively a flight simulator with no ranged weapons. Like, Mm. it's as if Mm -hmm. you are flying around a plane, because you're flying in a three-dimensional... You're swimming, but it's the same action as flying, especially if you have your controls set up that way. So you're flying in a three-dimensional space. You can't fire at a target from far away, so there's no, like, dogfighting element. It's just always the same thing. Find your target, ram it, and then bite it a bunch. Yeah. Like...
1: It, and then dodge its attacks it's yeah, yeah. It, it is very it is you're right it and and the combat feels very same And that's another thing where so you've you've got basically a bunch of fodder enemies, just a bunch of of minions and I don't mean Bob and Kevin and Stuart <laughs> uh, I mean just like you know just like a bunch of very <sighs> like like an a, 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 a whole bunch of like turtles or whatever you've got like a bunch of like essentially harmless fodder that you can gobble up. And then you've also got some enemies that will actively I'm talking about the ocean creatures, not about the humans. There's some some enemies that will attack you. But then you've also got some like hunted creatures, which are like designated uh, sort of boss fights that to me. That's the thing where just like, man, I wish these underwater boss fights felt awesome. I wish like I feel like the combat when I'm going against this fucking alligator with a name. That is like this, this you know that that is uh, effectively a mini boss, and I'm a fucking killer shark, and this is a fucking badass alligator. I feel like I wish this felt awesome instead of me feeling like I'm gonna take a little nibble of it and then dash away and then dodge its attacks and then take another little nibble of it and then my health goes down, so I'm gonna eat a bunch of, uh, you know fucking lutefisk or whatever and then come back and i don't know why i said lutefisk they're not in the game uh eat a bunch of other fucking little fish and then come back and you know it's it's just like to me i was just like oh i was really really hoping for this to deliver again in yeah. that kind of b-movie quality
2: yeah this isn't the first time i brought up this game but the the movie adaptation game for peter jackson's king kong just follow me here for a second um there, it is a there. Most of that game is a first person like survival game where you're on Skull Island and you're playing Adrian Brody's character and you have to sort of you know escape and stuff. There are other parts of that game when you're on Skull Island where you do get to be King Kong, which is the power fantasy that we're hoping for, and it's just yes. so fun because you just it's King Kong versus fucking dinosaurs. So you're this big gorilla fighting dinosaurs, and it feels as awesome as you wanted a shark versus an alligator in this game to feel right. They, yeah. they couldn't even do that in this one.
1: Mm. Yeah. It's did, it, that's a little bit of a bummer. Keep going Heather. What
2: well, did we
0: play as a shark in King of seafood?
1: Guy didn't get that fucking far. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I gave up on that game so quick.
2: I think I was like a salmon with a laser.
1: <laughs> yeah. You're, you're All like right. shitty fish in that game. <laughs> <laughs> you're like a shrimp. <laughs> I, I do. I think, like, honestly, we, yeah, you were just like a salmon or a, or a sardine or something. Just mm. a really shitty, like, n- you know, unexciting fish, but with some sort of uh, weaponry. Mm. Yeah. Very, very different than, than this one. Um, and, and on those, on the quest note, so you've got all these quests that, 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 you know, are, are all kind of very samey. And then you've got these side quests that you don't have to do to advance the main story. And, because there really isn't too much difficulty to this game, at least on the normal uh, the normal setting, it, uh, which I played on, it, it feels like the side quests are pretty much you should just ignore, and then you can kind of come back like because some of the side quests are like killing some you know a specific, uh, kill this fucking specific barracuda or whatever and then so if you kind of come back then i i like i was essentially just going back and kind of one-shotting these guys you know it it it's just like oh you just get more upgrade and then you go back and you you kill them if you really want to be a completionist but there's no reason to do it in the course of normal progression um and yeah and and i think but i think this speaks to what you were talking about the swamp heather speaks to my main issue here which is beyond the, the the power fantasy not being fulfilled which is just the first couple areas are dull and the combat is so simple until you get more upgrades and then once you get those upgrades, it, it starts to open up a little bit. Like when you get to the there's an area where it's basically a golf resort that's adjacent to, you know, a bunch of um, uh, of canals and you're swimming through there. It's 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 very, you know, I, I very much meant to be like, I guess, like a Palm Beach or whatever. And that area t- gets a lot more fun because uh, talking about what this game gets right, the thing that to me never gets old uh, is fucking jumping out of the water Grabbing a, a a human off a boat and then going back into the water and eating the shit out of it like <laughs> yeah. that's just a fucking that's just a fucking delight. It well, feels that's so they, fun.
0: They scream awful yeah the entire time. They just <laughs> right. like they're like begging for help and they're and and save saving and and you just chew them up and the water fills with blood. Um, yes. Yeah, that part's great.
1: And particularly uh, in the, uh, you know, because there are some some areas where the humans are that are like wealthier enclaves that you're coming in as a shark, uh, either you know vacationing communities or or the the resort town, uh, the the golf resort I mentioned. When it's like when it's like rich people, that's like very satisfying to me. Yeah, and I kind of almost wish there was like more of a comment because there are points where you're like going at like, where it's just like a like a you know like a poor person in the bayou and I'm just like that to me is less satisfying getting this this hick off this rowboat versus this fucking dude in Bermuda shorts with a fucking you know $1500 a uh, uh, golf club uh like like who's just about to be fucking murked like that to me is more fun and and I think that also speaks to when you look at shark movies cuz cuz you know the shark is amoral obviously but I think when you look at shark movies like the satisfying kills are when it's like someone who's shitty, right? It's like the scientist with hubris or the rich person who doesn't want their, you know, uh, like the resort the girl closed down. Doesn't pay
0: attention to the don't swim signs. And she's just Ex- like, I gotta, yeah, exactly. I gotta get in the water. I gotta do it. I just gotta get in the water. And I gotta, like, it's my birthday and I wanna get swum on, I'm gonna get my swim on.
1: (laughs) And she has sex too, which is shameful. She should be punished for it.
0: I'm fucking in the water. I'm fucking in the water. I don't and give
2: a fuck who sees me.
1: But I kind of wish the game did more of I kind of wish the game had more of a comment on that, more of like, because a lot of the humans I feel like you're killing are just like, I mean, I guess if it is just going to be complete mayhem, that's one thing. But I'd almost just like have it be be more satisfying in, you know, these are people who are polluting or being shitty or, you know. Uh, taking advantage of this 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 uh, gorgeous uh, uh this once pristine landscape that was your home and you're getting the, there's some sort of revenge from that standpoint I don't know
0: I mean it would be cool also if you saw like somebody hunting fucking dolphins and you were like fuck yeah I'm a, I'm a shark I'll go right. fuck up those those dolphin hunters like you know or you see like a like a if there was like an escort mission and you were like a good Like if you're going to just introduce morality to it, like a blue whale comes up to you and he's like and you follow him and you see like a whale trapped in a net and it's satisfying to like kill the dudes who had trapped the whale in a net.
1: Yeah, you could have some people going yeah, they're they're fucking a SeaWorld analog and they're they're trying to capture an orca and you're gonna yeah. you get to fuck them up. That would be a that would be a delight. Yeah, and then
0: additionally, you also could fuck up the orca after you completed the mission. Like why Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like chaotic neutral shark. Exactly. Uh but the like to me, I I guess that all kind of speaks to you know, it is just kind of senseless mayhem, which is fine, but that also speaks to the quest system, which is, you know, I, I think so I think you know, maybe you and uh, Heather and Hodgman had a, had a criticism of of untitled Goose game, which is a mm-hmm. similar sort of just checklist progression. like you know, mm-hmm. go through and, and do these tasks so you can uh, unlock the next area. But when you just receive it from the menu, you don't receive any sort of story justification for a task. It does make it feel like very arbitrary and very pointless and very much like, why am I doing this thing? What is my motivation versus what you suggested, which was some sort of, you know, story, uh, story justification for your current task. Yeah. So I think what happens is it just feels very abstract. And it feels like if you take any sort of if you think about it for one second, it's just like, wait, why am I killing these? you know why am i killing all these groupers what is what am i getting out of this or not what am i getting out of this but what is the the purpose in this world that i'm supposed to be and and how does this ha- at all affect the way my progression is gated
0: yeah what 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 makes it fun mm-hmm. like i i can't so games like this frustrate me because i'm like it was this fun for somebody and they were like they they imposed that vision on me and it just wasn't my kind of fun or did nobody along the way be like man this a grouper thing this or like not having a story to these dudes like it just feels like wouldn't it be more fun if there was a story or like if if just the carnage was more chaotic like uh, maybe this happens i didn't finish the game uh but, like, if you swam up next to, like, a Santa Monica Pier-style carnival and could jump high enough to, like, knock a roller coaster off of its rails and, like, eat everybody who fell into the water. Like, I don't know. I, and that's not giving it much thought. That's just like, yeah, well, that would be fun to see a shark eat a roller coaster.
1: There actually is one of the later areas. There is a a Santa Monica like, you know, pier with a uh with a Ferris wheel there. There are there are definitely is there is that, that true? sort of thing. Yeah, but it, it doesn't get as uh, and I also didn't finish the game, but I it does not get at least as far as I progressed um quite as over the top as you're describing. But, it, you know, it is an, it is arcadey. It's not like a, a shark sim. There Wait. There is a lot of. Yeah.
0: Wait, you can you can do the thing that I just said the game should be able to do. Then I gotta. Keep no, playing. you
1: can't do ex- you can't do oh. exactly that. I'm just saying that there is an area similar to what you described. But like, yeah, it's it's not like you can fucking knock the Ferris wheel and and make oh. it spin into the ocean. Oh, yeah.
0: What can you can you eat people that are in the Ferris wheel?
1: Um, I don't. I haven't gotten that far. Like, I, oh. I just I like got to that area and then I went to record the podcast. Right. But that area exists. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, then, then I feel like I should rescind my crit- criticism and give this game a 10 out of 10 show over.
1: <laughs> like, I mean, I think I will say this. It, it's very fun to kill people. Yeah. And it, there, you know, there are, I, I mentioned jumping, vaulting over a boat and uh, uh, grabbing a person and carrying them back into the ocean. Similarly, there are areas where you can throw your throw yourself onto land, yep. uh, onto grass or onto sand. And, um, and eat a human and, you know, your oxygen depletes very rapidly when you're out of the water. You can't do it for very long, but you can certainly grab something, grab a human, eat them, grab another one, jump back into the water and devour them. That's very satisfying. It's almost like should more of the game, instead of it feeling like it has all this padding, uh, via uh, oceanic combat, which we know ace of seafood is already mastered no point to to try to exceed uh the the apex of the genre instead of all this 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 combat versus sea creatures i almost just wondered should this have been more like maybe i don't know maybe almost just like level based and you're just going to a different beach and you're just trying to see how many humans you can kill before you know enough of them vacate the water or you get uh, fucking speared by some hunters. I don't know. I just like like that to me is like the most satisfying part of this game. And I almost wonder if they dialed in more on that instead of making this expansive open world action RPG.
2: I
0: would even enjoy like so very early in the swamp. I ended up beaching myself quite a bit because I was trying to get like these license plates that were hovering over um, different. Yeah, like these big glowing license plates. I was like, oh, I need those.
1: Yeah, there are uh, a bunch of collectibles. There are license plates. There are signs you run into that give you landmarks where you get a little narration of what's going on. There's a bunch of that sort of stuff, too.
0: But, like, I immediately beached myself and was and was hopping because I was like, this can't be the way you're supposed to do this. Like, my favorite things to do in Grand Theft Auto is to create barricades out of cars and, like, cheat my way through a mission that isn't supposed to be solved the way that you solve it. Mm. Um, like, I enjoy... I enjoy getting a jet as early as possible in Grand Theft Auto five because it's funny in early missions to have a jet. And so like, <laughs> like if they're like, hey, man, you need to borrow a car. And in my head, I'm like, I have a jet. I, have, I came here in a jet. But like with this, I was like, oh, you're not supposed to be up on land. But that's supposed to happen. Like there's, you're
1: supposed to do that. Yeah,
0: you're supposed to do that. And it's awful. It feels awful to control.
1: It doesn't feel great. I mean, I think it's it's fun, but I feel like there's so much of it, and there's certainly there's some missions. And again, you know, all kill ten blank, but there is a there are a bunch of missions where you have to kill a bunch of uh, humans who who live in this uh, development, and basically the only way to do it is to leapfrog through it on land. And, you know, you basically yeah. like breach your way all the way over uh, uh, from one side of from, you know, one side of the Bay to the other, eat as many humans as you can before you run out of oxygen and submerge yourself again. And that to me is like, yeah, it's just, it's just, again, it's, it's one criticism and we're just talking about it a bunch of specific ways, but it just doesn't pay off how you want to be a shark. Cause the shark comes out of the water in a shark movie. That's like one set piece. Maybe, and he's not going onto a boat and just hanging out there for a little bit and then getting off the boat, you know, what I mean, and then coming back mm. or he's not going it, like if there was a shark movie where a shark went into the town mm-hmm. and just like went down the street and ate a few people like just hopping uh-huh. uh, and, and then hopped back into the ocean. Uh-huh. He'd be like, what the fuck was that scene doing there? That was weird as shit.
0: I, I feel like I uh, it's weird because I wrote a song about this. Um about man no, I wrote a song about a <laughs> shark going up on land and eating people on land for a job, like I've described the thing i've done the i've animated the thing that you just described um which is the little mermaid except shark
2: uh. and it's, about, <laughs> it's about a
0: shark who wants to be up on land and all the things it would do once it was up there, uh which is eat people um but yeah, I. It's. I kept thinking I was playing the game wrong because I wasn't having fun. It seems mm. like the kind of game where I should have been like, "This is a hundred percent my jam. I'm just gonna throw it on for a little bit and be a shark for a little bit and like eat a bunch of shit." But like, I also found the control itself frustrating. I found the lock-on mechanism frustrating. I, I, lock-on like, doesn't work well. Just, it's just not uh, it's after yeah. that cold open it's just not joyful
1: it gets more fun for me it got more fun you know about a, a, about a third of the way through where it looks like the story is that's where it it, it started to to con- click again for me but it, you know it it's the the combat's never super the, the doesn't ever feel super great super locked in um the 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 targeting is the thing that I think works well is that your bite is a homing bite, which I yeah. don't maybe is explained to you in the tutorial, and I missed it or whatever. But it took me a, a little bit before I I figured out that that's how it works, and um and so that's kind of nice that if you have a target something targeted and you you do you bite towards it you chomp towards it, uh which are which you're doing with the trigger, um it's uh it it'll it'll send you towards it that feels all right, but. Actually, being in close combat with another sea creature never really works. And we should talk about the hunters. So the way the hunters target you is that they just have laser sights. So so yeah. much of it when you're when you're being pursued by hunters after you kill it, your you know your warning level goes up high enough because you've killed enough uh, innocent uh, people swimming in the beach, um and swimming in the ocean by the beach that the hunters pursue you, and so you've just got laser targets on you. And then, so it's just a matter of like, okay, the laser sights are on me. All right, now I got to dodge. Then I I will wreck as much mayhem until the laser sights come on me again. Then I got to dodge again. You know, it's just just kind of a repeat process, uh, you know, rinse and repeat process. And I wish there was maybe a little bit more depth to fighting the hunters or something like that, other than trying to breach their boats. Because also we should talk about, I, I talked about that there are some mini bosses that you fight in the ocean. There are also some mini bosses, some named hunters that are introduced. Yeah. And they are introduced with like a little cutscene. Um, and the attention is drawn to them. But they're all just like fucking, you just jump out of the boat, you grab them, and then you can just eat them in the ocean. Yeah. It's like, and maybe that's like supposed to be some sort of meta commentary on, you know, humans are just completely... Uh, impotent versus the the great killer of the of the sea, but I I, d- I didn't read that way to, way to me. It read the ways like this is being set up as a as a as a, a you know oh shit this is going to be an actual like fun fight or an interesting fight, but instead this is this guy is just as much a pushover as any other creature. In fact, doesn't even feel like a boss. Just feels like yeah. a fucking regular human on a boat.
0: I felt like those mini bosses though were usually surrounded by other people on a boat. Yes. Like it was just like it was just like, oh, there's a bunch of people shooting at me while I'm aiming at this one dude who's on a boat mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to like just one on one shark versus man. Right. Um. Yeah. I, I, again, I didn't finish this one because I was so frustrated and bored, Um. which is on me like. But then again, this isn't a game's criticism podcast. This is just a an exploration of my inability to make friends like long form. Mm, Uh, So
2: yeah, I don't have that problem. That is the thesis of the show. That's right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So I'm surrounded by surrounded by loved ones constantly. (laughs)
0: So like if it had been like, Oh, here's, here's serious Sam. And he's got like a suit of armor Mm. on. So you can't just bite him. And he's like nailed his feet to the, to the deck so you can't right. knock him off his boat. So you have to come up with some other way to, like, get him off his boat or to destroy the boat. Like, oh, if I corral this oil tanker into this boat, it'll blow up. Then I can yeah. get him once he's on the seafloor. Like, there wasn't, like, a lot of layers to the fights, to the fish, to the alligators, to anything. I was
1: yeah,
0: I, I so re- re- bored on this one.
1: I, I think that, and, and you know, you might, it, it's not a game criticism podcast, you're right, Heather, and I feel like maybe people are like listening to this who uh, are just like, wait, they're being kind of harsh on this game, and I think maybe we are being a little harsh on it, but I think also that comes from, it, it's just so disappointing to be bored by a game with such a cool premise yeah like it's just like this is like oh shit you're the game is called man eater you're a killer shark this yeah. should th- i wish this was fucking uh just a blast to play yeah whatever direction they'd gone in but it 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 just i just feel like the genre doesn't quite fit uh the premise here the the kind of the the style of progression they have uh, the way the way everything is the you know the way everything is structured, mission wise, to me, I, I feel like just doesn't quite fit with it.
0: Yeah, it's like if you got a game called City Dinosaur, dinosaur in the city, mm-hmm. and like you were like, oh shit, I'm a fucking T Rex in a city, and it's like destroy five cars. All right, I'll start there, and then the game just was about destroying cars. Yeah, you're like well, can can I like destroy a gas station or like eat some people or like going go to work. school and, like, yeah. scare kids. Like, what, did you say go to work? Yeah. yeah hell yeah. yeah. You know what? <laughs> go to work. Like, and if you could upgrade your T-Rex so that he had wings and then you could, like, jump from building to building. Like, that's a natural progression of, like, what I would expect a game called Dinosaur in the City to do. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when this game promises you, with that awesome cover, like, man-eater awesome shark i think he's in armor in the cover or she it is in armor in the cover image that i remember seeing and then i was like well fuck this is this game's going to get goofy it doesn't that's why we keep griping i'm griping <laughs> Uh, I'm grumpy about this.
1: You're definitely griping. I'm looking at the box art. I don't see any sort of, I don't see armor on the shark, but you do get, you know, armor in the game as you progress Um, as you. And I I guess this is a thing that I didn't touch on, but you have to go to grottos, which grottos always make me think of the Playboy Mansion. I don't like going into a grotto, Uh, but you go into a grotto
0: Wait, did something happen to you in a grotto at the Playboy Mansion?
1: Hef has a grotto uh, that he sometimes would invite guests into, and I had to clean the grotto. My first (laughs) LA job. (laughs) Didn't get a mask or gloves or anything.
0: It was a mop, a mop, a mop without the mop head. It was just a stick, and you had to like (laughs) shove. Come towards the corner with the end of a stick. <laughs> I had to
1: use my own shirt. It's fucking
2: vile.
1: <laughs> so you get to a grotto, and the grotto is the only place you can evolve slash upgrade your shark. Yeah. Which in and of itself is just like, I don't understand this design decision um, because it was, uh, I don't know, this this just seems like a, a like if I want to switch out what type of bite I have, why do I have to go back to this uh, rest area to do so? It, it seems right. like if I can go to the menu, why can't I do that anywhere? Uh, but anyway, uh, hey, you know what? We should get to our final thoughts on Maneater. It's time for our Review crew. Man-Eater. Man-Eater. Man-Eater
0: review crew
1: so we'll we say something now, positive right? yeah okay great review crew so we'll say something positive <laughs> about the just, game
0: were you just making fun of my my tone
1: no that was me saying it
0: okay great
1: It was me saying it with my with the most confidence i could possibly muster <laughs> So we're going to say something positive about Maneater and give this game a numerical decimal rating. I will start. I'm possibly going to take your guys's, but the framing device and the Chris Parnell narration are so good and so fun. And it's how it starts things off. And, you know, there's things like there'll be a bug in the corner of the screen because it's being presented as the show. Uh, there's at some point a hashtag went up that was like relevant to what was happening in the, the, the narrative. And I was like, this is so fucking great. This is so fun. Um, and I wish that kind of sense of fun was imbued in more of the game. Uh, Uh, also bizarrely, I ran into, did you guys run into any VO lines that are not by Parnell? It's really weird. I got, I don't know what, Were they just like were added, there were missions that were added later, um, and they couldn't get him back. But there's a couple that are just like temp VO, and it's just like clearly not even not Parnell, it's not a sound alike, and doesn't even seem like an actor. It's just like a developer like went in the booth to try to throw these in there. Are you so sure, it'll be- Nick,
0: that that wasn't just something happening in your head, in your mind? <laughs> <laughs> A non-acting <laughs> VO that was just like, oh, looks like you're really playing the game, aren't you?
1: <laughs> um, the uh, No, it, it happens in game, and it's weird, and I'm not quite sure why. Uh, whatever the justification is, it's it's definitely jarring when I encountered it. Um, but Parnell's great and the the framing device is great. I will I am going to probably keep playing this game because I'm I'm close enough towards the end that I kind of just was like, oh, I'll just keep going. And as samey as it is, there is enough mindless fun um that to me I I didn't. It's not like I disliked playing it. It's more that I was just disappointed in the overall experience. I'm gonna give this game a uh 6.9, baby. Oh my God.
0: He, he, a horny, horny number. Screen for those of you listening,
1: the sex number. He put number.
0: up two peace signs
1: talking about fucking. which
0: I don't think of people who say 69. I don't think of them as being like peace
1: I think like hippies, hippies are free love hippies, hippies say, right?
0: Like hippies say, let's do
1: mutual oral. That's like hippies a hippie are doing thing. that shit all the time. That was what Woodstock was all about. They're all laying down blankets in the mud and fucking 69ing. Mawn uh, on each other's junk.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Um, I'd watch a porno named Maneater. Okay. My uh, uh, so the first area where you get that powered up shark and you can jump out of the water and you can see like a a, a nice clean bay, the game where I thought the game was going to take place. That area is awesome. And playing as that shark feels free and fun, even though I don't like the way it locks the surface of the water. If you approach the surface of the water, I wish that it was like more free flowing than that. Mm. But, um, I, I liked the swimming part and the jumping part in that area so much. When you had space. And time seemed like a simpler shark life. Simpler shark times. And so that was nice. And I'll give this shark-based game um, two, because that's as high as a shark can count.
1: Wow. <laughs> think I think a really, shark can count to really, two?
0: Really, really, yeah, of course they can. You don't think a shark they have can eyes?
1: count to two? <laughs> no, I don't think a shark has any concept of numbers. I think a shark is just a, a. You think a
0: shark can't tell the difference between one fish and many fish?
1: No, it's just a digestive tract with a with a mouth attached. It
2: has a brain that moves around. I think it certainly thinks more. I don't know if it thinks that's one additional fish. Yes, I don't think that. I don't think it would know three. Wow! Like, you and I think- then I
0: then I then I change my score to one because, <laughs> because that's as much as a fucking shark can apparently think.
1: It's one. I will say, I think if you get uh, if you progressed a little further, Heather, once you get out of kind of the doldrums of the the earlier game, the early to mid game, it does start to get back to where uh, that that initial fun was. But I'm also I'm with you in terms of like, why did they make you go through those sections again? Like, why? Why not just be a shark the whole time? Why be this a game where you're upgrade, where you're growing as a shark in, in age and in in level? And not have it just be a thing where you are a shark. Um, we do a flash forward to the future if we want to have this this narrative. Uh, we go, we you know we jump ten years in the future where you're a fully grown shark, however fucking long it takes for a shark to develop, and then. Um, and then it, it's it's one where the 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 it's based on the player's skill increasing rather than the you know player yeah. just accumulating enough upgrades to yeah. uh, make the shark more powerful. I don't know. I think we're on the same page there. Uh, all right, Madapadaka, your positive thing, your score for Man Eater. I mean, look,
2: we already know what my positive thing is. It's the goddamn ocean. The ocean rules all. I love the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> that. That alone, but this is. I had the same problem, though, as though, as even with Ace of Seafood playing this game, as much as I love the ocean, this game made me sick. It made me feel so nauseous. (laughs) (laughs) There's just like, it's just so unnatural to control uh, a shark. But this, I felt like the control in this was better. I don't, I didn't like flopping around either. But, and when you guys, I was sort of thinking about like, what the perfect version of this like is? Because we were talking, you guys were talking about that. I was like, "What is it?" And I, the only thing I could think of is it's this same sort of thing, but it has like a crazy taxi model where you mm. have to. It mm. gives you a number of objects to, to you know, I, I guess kill or eat, uh, and then the time limits get increasingly more stringent, or you have to get more right. um, in a in a shorter amount of time, but. Oh, and then you get, like, style bonuses for your power-ups or something. and Yeah. Yes. I think that would be a really fun version of it. But uh, as is, I mean, yeah, I didn't finish this game either. I probably got about halfway through. I'm excited to see what, what else happens and see if I run into this VO issue you had. Uh, but it did make me sick, so I do have to... I'll, I'll give it a... I'll give it a six. Yeah, mm-hmm. because I didn't... I wasn't, like loving it i was sort of bored like you guys were but i was i liked i liked that they just did this like of course you want to be a shark like it's good who doesn't want to be a shark good good job
1: it's a fantastic premise yeah and yeah that i think i think our our disappointment is just that it i think maybe we either expecting something different or or would have liked it to Live up to its potential a little bit more, but you know it, it, there are redeeming aspects to it for sure. Um, but hey, those were our thoughts. But maybe we're wrong.
0: Maybe we're wrong. Maybe we're wrong. Maybe we're wrong. Do we wrong. do that? Do we?
1: Yeah, I we don't. do that. Yeah. Okay, great. Maybe we're wrong. We've got some reviews from other sources. Uh, some people online. Here's one I have from Metacritic. This is a user review from Game Lovers. Uh, That's the name of the user. 10 out of 10. It's really fun and new experience. Still, I couldn't find Bug yet. Character is so attractive. (laughs) We got a fucking Uh, Troy McClure on our hands. (laughs) Game Lovers wants to fucking rail a shark.
0: Jesus Christ. Um, I have a review here from Gameskinny.com. And I'm just gonna read the headline because the headline was enough for me to go woof. And it's (laughs) Maneater review, Sharky Soul Food, Maneater's Deep Combat and Deeper Oceans provide just the type of blissful escapism we need right now.
1: Boy. Yeah, I don't know. That's a little that seems a little hyperbolic to me. Yeah. Um I, I I don't know. I just didn't I knew what they were going for, and you know, when I read that they were like uh the I feel like it's what everyone says, but their their combat was Dark Souls inspired. Um, but I didn't I just didn't feel like there was a lot of maybe again, maybe it happens in the late game, but I didn't feel like there was like a ton of depth to the combat. A lot of it was just uh hitting and, and dodging and fleeing.
0: Um, um let me let me just yes. read the I'll I'll read the finale on this. In a time of I can't believe this is the review. In a time of global crisis, however, a game where you can turn your brain off and eat anything and everything in sight is just the kind of detachment we need. Even if it wasn't on your radar at all, Man Eater is a title that will gobble you up for a few hours of blissful escapism. It's a 9 out of 10.
1: If anything the like the game I don't know, because, like, I, I'm not feeling nihilistic right now. And so and the game is kind of, yeah, it is kind of senseless destruction. If anything, there were moments where I was kind of like, this is too this is a little much for me, given the state of the world, just the idea of just, you know, this much fucking I don't know, just 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 uh, this much violence I'm yeah. I'm being subjected to and responsible for. Um, yeah. So I've, I I uh, I also I was searching for Man eater on Amazon, and I found out that there are a bunch of Amazon reviews of the Hall Oates song Man eater. Whoa, here she comes! Watch out, boys! She'll chew you up. Whoa, here she comes! She's a man eater. Yeah. Um, this one I Make like. Make your singing voice. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got. I'll bust out the pipes on occasion. <laughs> this is a four star fo- a review by username the Silver Fox. Hall and Oates fans won't be disappointed. Maneater is one of the Hall and Oates best songs. You won't be disappointed ordering the song from Amazon.com. A good download for sure. <laughs> I feel like this is the most boomer thing I've ever read. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a great download. <laughs> the Silver Fox saying, You won't be disappointed ordering the song from Amazon.com. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, I'm also searching on Amazon maneater in addition to being this the this video game and that song maneater is the title of a two thousand seven escaped tiger movie starring Gary Busey as well as a two thousand nine Wendigo movie starring Dean Kane. so look out for those on your streaming services Sounds good to me
0: should i should I read one more actual review of maneater? yes, please all right here's a ten. 10 out of 10 from G1981. Awesome game, Lost of Fun. Just buy it. It's 26 euros in Epic Store now. Haven't had so much fun since years. It's not a sophisticated game and will be boing after a while, but a great game for some man-eating in between breaks.
1: Um, It's a, uh, yeah, it's, a, you know, I will say that I think the price is is a valid criticism of this because yeah. it's $40 and this feels like a f- this game should retail for 20. I you know I mean I I know that that it's just just given what the what the gameplay consists of. Yeah. Um yeah. Anyway, it it's, uh, if you are going to check it out, yeah, wait for it to go on Game Pass or 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 you know fucking PlayStation Plus or for there to, le- to at least at minimum be a sale, if you want to try this one out, that'd be my advice. It's time for the question block.
2: All right, this one is from at our friend at Stephen Ray Morris in the in the hi Stephen. S- Stephen writes in the vein of Manapodaka space better than old mantra. What's better, sharks or dinosaurs, or alternatively, what's the most extreme animal?
1: Uh, Stephen Ray Morris, a a, a a great dude and podcaster, a, a big Jurassic Park fan with his own Jurassic Park podcast. I, I think I know where he stands on this issue, but it is. I don't know. I mean, I love dinosaurs so much. Dinosaurs are so fucking cool. I think they're just cool as shit. They're really cool.
0: I think the most extreme animal is a tornado. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, Heather, I think you maybe don't quite understand what an animal is. Do you like? Do you think a an tornado has a? An animal can be,
0: an animal can be fruit, vegetable, human being, or wind. Like those are your those are your categories for animal, right?
1: You also threw vegetable in there. Um, I just yeah, I, just not traditionally what an animal would be. You know, name I think four you... animals. Go. Okay, I'd say uh, wind, dog,
0: teeth, a smile, and a and, cigarette, and a, and a dog. And cigarettes.
1: <laughs> All right, dog, I'll give you. I'll give you a dog.
0: Oh, so we've got the same format for animals. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm telling you, tornado, most extreme. There's even a movie about it. Twister, where the tornadoes chase people. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Twister's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I think uh, Heather needs to learn what words mean. Um, but <laughs> to answer this question, yeah, I mean, uh, sorry, what was the question again, Matt? Which
0: tornado is the strongest was the question. Okay. So <laughs>
1: <That's fine. laughs> what I remember hearing
2: it's uh in, in terms of space is better than old. What's better sharks or dinosaurs or what's the most extreme animal?
1: Yeah. I, I landed on camp dinosaur for the first part. As I said, previously the most extreme animal. I don't know, man. I feel like badgers fuck shit up so bad, you know? And I know there was that, 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 early viral honey badger um, uh, and uh, that that kid that that's such a, a notorious uh, just fucking punches above its weight class animal. But I always think of just some sort of some just a scrapper like that, like a fucking badger is so fucking gnarly.
2: I think the most extreme animal is uh, a dog that can ride a skateboard.
1: That is pretty cool, like a poochie. <laughs> Yeah, like a poochie
2: or like something you'd see on like the news, you know, when there's not a whole lot going on.
1: Yeah, that is. Uh, yeah, that's pretty cool.
0: I would say first first answer. Dinosaurs by far yes. cooler than sharks, even though they're they're both about the same age. Sharks were around for dinosaur times. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could argue dinosaurs are weaker than sharks, but that doesn't mean they're not as good as sharks. Um, second, most extreme animal is the candyroo. The candaroo is a fish which swims up your urethra in oh, the Amazon. Oh, yeah, that's gnarly. Yeah. And uh, Yikes. I, think, I think any fish they can go inside the urethra. That's the most extreme animal there is.
1: That fish a freak. Yeah, I was peeing in the Amazon, and that uh, that fish was started swimming up my urine stream. And then I heard him say, pee you, no thank you, and then turned around. <laughs> oh, what? because he didn't like how my my urethra smelled.
2: Just go to the next Uh, (sighs) question.
1: Stephen Ray Morris' uh, See Jurassic Right is his podcast about Jurassic Park. You can check that out.
2: Uh, This one is from at Big Dong McJohn. Uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) What's up, Big Dong?
2: Hey, Big Dong. Uh, Let's see. The question is, what are your favorite animal companions in games? I remember the dog from Fable 2 being a huge marketing point, but nobody seems to bring it up now. More recently... DD from Metal Gear Solid Five can hold a knife in his mouth, and you've also got Icarus and other Eagle friends from a- Assassin's Creed.
1: So the question is, favorite game animal? Yeah, favorite game animal. I feel like we've touched on this before, but you know, I'll I'll say I mentioned Epona from from the from uh, Zelda. I, I I love a good horse. I feel like that horse's particular significance. Um, but I uh. And it's very fun to ride. I am going to shout out uh, Echo the Dolphin. Because I feel like that's a game that gets underwater action right. And it was a game that I was thinking about while I was playing this one.
0: Yeah. I would say Agro from the last. No, not Last Guardian. The other one. Shadow of the Colossus. The dog Mm. is a horse. What I'm saying is there's a horse that you can ride in that game. And it's great. And so that would be my answer for this question.
1: Matt, do you got a game
2: animal you like? I was trying to think of one. I mean, all the, it's always like, there's, there's always a horse, you know, there's always a horse in the game. And I don't know if like the horse is necessarily my favorite one. Uh, I mean, and Chocobo is like, at this point, like who doesn't love a Chocobo? Um, And then Pokemon, I don't, i don't know what to do about that because like they're your friends but they're also your like employee right (laughs) you know (laughs) they're your sort of security (laughs) so i who knows uh pikachu is my answer
0: i gotta be honest i don't know that i've ever thought of a pokemon as my employee
2: no they have a
1: job
0: (laughs) i mean yeah i guess so
2: yeah you're just sort of like the team manager you know you're sort of like the like the coach Rather, yep. and they're your, your your players. They You have a transactional relationship with them. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, true. Yeah. The, this next question is from App Plus uh, And Greg writes, what animal would you want to see star in its own game? What genre would it be and what abilities would it have or develop?
0: You know, there were a lot of animals in Tokyo Jungle. There were a ton of animals hmm. in Tokyo Jungle that like, surprisingly were well-represented, but I don't recall there being a raccoon game. And I think raccoons are so funny, and they're so... They got little hands. And, like, to see, like, a... Like, I would want to play a little raccoon game where you, like, run around, and you, like, have to, like, figure out how a lock works. And you have to, like... you All you do is you eat garbage all the time, but, like, the way you get to garbage is more and more and more difficult like you start with like it's a garbage can and oh that's easy but like the final boss is a skyscraper and there's a garbage can on like the roof of the skyscraper and so you have to spend like seven or eight hours climbing the skyscraper either on the inside or outside to get to the final garbage
1: right
2: that's really so you're talking
1: about a a realistic raccoon because i immediately thought of sly cooper uh who is but sly cooper is anthropomorphized no. and hot as hell no, so it's... it's not really what you're looking for uh yeah an animal where you're actually playing that animal and not as a a sexy uh you know what? human version of them no good i qu- i think i would like to play a boy i think i want to go small i think i'd want to play like a fucking swarm of something like oh. if there was like I know there have been like uh you know there was Sim Ant. I know there have been games where you played as insects. But I think it would be cool to sort of like have like hey, here is a swarm of insects that I am kind of maybe in charge of all of them or maybe part of them and that's uh, like I w- see what that what that is like. What that gameplay mechanic would be like to try to like sw- to to fly around as a big swarm and fucking I don't know. Like I'm trying to 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 take down larger creatures or whatever. It's part of a larger whole.
0: Yeah.
2: Is that, Ampadaga, You got any? I got I got one more here. Okay. Um, this one's from at Josh is legendary. Josh and, is legendary. Yes, Josh legendary. is legendary. Uh, and Josh, Josh is ri- legendary. <laughs> Josh writes: This game follows you from state until maturity. Are there any other RPGs where you'd like to start as the protagonist in the earliest portions of life?
0: There, that's the case in um, Fallout, right? You start as a baby.
1: I mean, you don't play as a baby yeah. much, but you start I mean, it's as It's kind of like how character creation is, is yeah. carried out. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it, as far as actually playing as a little... Boy, that that that's that's fascinating. I guess you'd want to play as a I guess if you had something where you get to play as a caterpillar, you know, and you get to play through all the stages, because I feel like all those different stages would feel very different. And you actually had to wait out like the pupil stage. I don't know. I think that there could maybe be something to that. Just going from larva to ultimately to butterfly. That wow. feels like that could be fun. Do you guys know? I think we we maybe have talked about this on the podcast, but a, a while a, a a caterpillar is in the cocoon, they essentially entirely liquefy, and then reform into a butterfly. But it's like you kind of you, they go into the cocoon and then they turn into goo, and then and then they emerge in their new form. It's not like they just like grow the wings. Isn't that weird as shit?
2: Yeah, I guess I never really thought about what happens
1: in there. They get gooified. That kind of rules. Yeah, kind of rules. And apparently yeah, they have they have the same bad. memories too. What? Like they don't they, like their like their brain isn't wiped. They still they still remember the same things. They don't get Babu freaked. They don't get Babu freaked.
0: Babu freaked. Babu freak. Babu
1: freak. Hit us up with your questions at Get Played Babu Pod freak. Get Played Pod at gmail.com. dot com.
0: Babu freak.
1: Uh Matt, tell us next week's game. Next week's game? What time? Wow. What um wow. time we'll have playing <laughs> that game.
0: Oh my god. Whoa. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry. Again. i need some rest.